Okay, Bokatov. Moadim Lusimcha. Today's daf is daf Samach in Erevin. <clears throat> For those, if you didn't hear it, the, uh, fortunately, the, the Sefer, the Pirish Chai that we've, uh, we learned, used to use it when we didn't, before we had the illustration book. And we, I think we circulated a, um, online version of this. The author was Nifter yesterday, also from, uh, COVID, Corona. So, uh, Dynamis, the author of, uh, is, is, is of, uh, of Chaim Moshe Parish, he lived in Bayat Vagan, was nifted here yesterday, or the night before. Anyway, um, again, we're going to learn for, for Shlema, for Tova Miriam Bas, <coughs> Bas Devorah Mindel, and we're going to pick it up from the place we left off yesterday, about seven, eight lines down the page, and Sam Hamadalf. I'm Rabbi Yudam Shmuel. Here we have a, a diagram, an illustration in today's book. We're looking at number 224. Number 224 in the book. Let's say yesterday we learned that a, a ladder <coughs> does not necessarily make a Pesach. We go Lakula. So therefore, like in 220, uh, that ladder at the end of the block did not make that like an opening. And it's still like a, um, a public street that has, that's closed at one end. And therefore, you could make an air of there. And in 221, we had ladders going in both directions between Chatzerot. You have an option. Either they could make an Erev together, or they could be separate. The, the, the uh, latter does not necessarily make it like an opening between them. Then we asked, what about in 222? It, apparently there it's mashma that if they didn't make an Erev together, the ladder does, uh, the, the ladder which gives access to the upper story coming downstairs, prevents the lower story from carrying there if they didn't make an Erev. And we said um, there it's speaking about where there's a, uh, a daka a little hurdle at the bottom, which prevents them from coming down. The Gemara said, but so what? Uh, you know, if there's no hurdle there, it does offer. That shows you that the ladder is an opening. The Gemara said, no, it's speaking about where it's very low. Uh, we're speaking about, let me just, uh, let me just mute it so we don't get the background noise. Um, so uh, it's speaking like in number 223, where... The difference between the uh, levels is almost nothing. It's less than 10 tfachim high, and therefore it's like two chatseris right next to each other. So the ladder doesn't do anything, uh, because uh, the ladder is, is like meaningless. Uh, Rosh says, the below slum nami, but without the ladder also, there's no, uh, there's no difference in space between. So the ladder doesn't do anything there. What's the purpose of the daka? So we said, if there's a daka there, that shows that the upper story which in this case is not that much higher, uh, relinquishes its access to the lower level. And therefore, the lower level, uh, if there's a DACA there, then the lower level could carry. If, the no level, if there's no DACA there, then the upper level has access to the lower level. They haven't relinquished their shares in it. And if there's no error between them, you can't, the lower level can't carry. Now in 224, we say, what happens if there's a bunch of ladders? The whole, the whole wall was lined with ladders on both sides, as we see in 224. You lined it with ladders. I feel it would even though there's more than 10 amos worth in length. And that's normally 10 amos is an op- is considered a doorway. Or if it's more than 10 amos, I feel it would more than 10 amos is considered a breach. So here you have like a breach with ladders. He says, no. So is considered a machitza. And therefore, the people can make a separate uh, Erev. If they didn't make an Erev together, uh, they're not prohibited from carrying, uh, from each one carrying their own chatzer. 
So it's a mechitza. Rami lo Rabrona lo Rabiuda mavatzrusa debei Rav Chanina. So Rabrona asked Rabiuda at the wine river Chanina. Miyom Shmuel Torah's mechitza was that mechitza of Amrav Nachman Shmuel. The case we just had. Anshim repesos vanshei chutzes shishachu v'lo irvu. Like in number two twenty-two, uh, if they didn't make an erfti, they mishla fanei daka. But if there is a if there's a hurdle uh, for tfachim high, I calling it a hurdle because there's a lack of a better word. Rashi says there's an opening there, right? Uh, Pesach namuch barosh kamav. It's like an opening there with its little surah sapesach. Looks like a hurdle to me. So if it's a, that, then then Eno says if there's a hurdle there, right? In other words, the upper story is thereby relinquishing their rights to the lower level. Then the lower level can carry there. Eno says the the upper level does not prohibit the lower level from carrying in their chutzah. If there's no hurdle there, Osiris. So it does aser. So what do you see over here? That a uh, a ladder. Uh, the access with a ladder prevents is like an opening, and therefore that would prevent the lower people from carrying this. So you see, a ladder does do something. So again, the same answer we just gave at the top of the page that it's speaking like in two twenty three, where the upper merpeset is not even ten fachim high, and therefore the ladder doesn't do anything. So the gemara is the same kasha we had before. If it's not ten fachim, what does uh, if if it's not ten fachim high, right? So um, what does it do? What does it help to make a daka? If the whole thing is open, uh, if the whole thing is open, it's only ten fachamai, it's almost like the two chatseris are, are connected to each other and they're like neighboring merpeset. So what does the daka do? You could just jump down any place from the merpeset onto the chatser. It's like uh, just a few inches. So what does that do? The logo of Mepesados ad eser amos. Like we see in two twenty three, the same thing. This is repeating really what we had at the top of the page, where there's a gray wall there. Is the 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 upper level is basically enclosed, and therefore the only opening the, at the only opening on the right side of our picture in two twenty three, there's a hurdle there. So the hurdle shows that the upper level does not want to uh, does not want to take part in the lower level, and they relinquish their rights. Since he made a daka, they've relinquished their rights, they've removed themselves. That's the end of that story. It's really basically the same thing that we said at the top of the page. Now we have a story. We learned yesterday in the Mishnah that, in a strange thing, Rashi, Rashi learns that uh, public city is a city that has uh, 600,000 people going there, and Rashi was mashma. If it has tesayinama, if there's a rishus rabbim tesayinama, you can't. There's no way to make an erev there. But if it doesn't have tesayinama, and it was a public city, um, and you could make an erev there under certain conditions. And we saw yesterday that if it was closed at one end, if the rishus rabbim that was closed at one end, you could even make an erev without a shear. But if we, we said in the Mishnah that if it was originally a small city, it was made into a big city, you can make one erev for the whole place. Again, as long as there was no, uh, it's not a real rishus rabbim anymore. Uh, it's not a rishus not a rishus rabbim for the, even for the first time because it's not sixteen amos wide according to Rashi. Uh, and then the other way, if it was a public city, a big city before, and now it's smaller, you can make an error, but you have to leave something over. So it's an indication that people, in case the city becomes big again, people will know that you can't make an error in a regular rishus rabbim. As Rashi's mashma, a regular rishus rabbim, not like Rebutus, so you can't make it. You can't make a, You can't make an error there. You can only make it under certain conditions, like if it's big, but it doesn't have the tesayinama. So here's a story. Honey, it's a little bit confusing. So this story indicates how confusing it is. Honey, Benekakunoi, the people from that city, a town in in uh, Babel, in, in Babel. Daslakamir came for a Yosef. Amrle, Havlan Gavra, Delavrin Musin. Can you send us a guy who could make an air for us? You know, today you have to make an air. If you need an expert, 
where they make Arabs, you need an expert who knows how to make the Arabs. Could you make it? Send us some guy, yeshiva guy here, send some rabbi who could make a, an air for our city. Omele Labaya. So Rabbi Yosef instructed Abaya, Zil Aravlu, go make an air for them. But make sure that you do it in such a way that they won't protest at the base medish. In other words, don't put yourself into any sveikot. Be very careful. Okay. Ozel Chazal Lahanu Bate, the Psichel Naros, he went to the city and he saw. Now, what, what, what was that? Rashi explains that this was a city that was originally a large city and it became small. So what do we learn in the Mishnah? So when you make an Arab there, you have to leave over a certain section that's not included so people should know that, uh, that you know, this should be a hecker. Like Rashi said, the Mishnah should be a hecker that uh, this is not a regular, uh, you can't make an Arab in a regular public city that has everything in there. And this way you have a hecker, Rashi says, um, people will know that um, uh, this is not a Rishis Rabbim, right? That it's not a Rishis that people will know that in a regular Rishis Rabb, you can't do it, right? The whole idea in a regular Rishis Rabb, you can't make an Arab. So here the idea was, Rashi, like Rashi said in the Mishnah, the because maybe people will move back in there, now if people move back in and it's a regular public city, with meaning with a Rosh Hashanah and Tessai and Amos, you can't make an Arab there. So here you leave something over. People know you're leaving it a little bit. This is you can't make an Arab Rosh Hashanah, but leaving this over a little bit shows you this is not a regular Rosh Hashanah, and people will know that in a regular Rosh Hashanah you can't make an Arab. So here apparently in this city was a city that was public once, a big city, and it became a yachid. It became a small city. So. What did he do? So he wanted to leave something over. So he saw, when Abai went to the town, he saw that there were some houses, let's say, at the river's edge, that, uh, they were open to the river. And there was like down by the river bank at the edge of the city. Good, this will be the leftover part of the city that I don't include in the Arab. Then he said, wait a minute. In a school of time, we learned our mission that you can't make an Arab in the whole city, right? You have to leave something over. That you could. But you have to have to leave something over. It's mashma that if you wanted to, you could make an Arab, right? But over here, you can't make an Arab and then because these, these aren't even facing the city. These houses are totally outside. They're like on the outskirts of the city. And here, you can't make an Arab on these because they're, they're open to the river. They didn't have any opening towards the city, so they couldn't have been included in the Arab anyway. So it's mashma that what, you must leave over something that if you wanted to, you could have included in the city. And here, you can't. That's what he said. So, so what should he do? I'll tell you, I'll make windows for them. Big windows, four by four. By four. Right, windows, Rashi says, that are I'll make windows in them. And then they're facing the city. I'll use the deboiler of their I can make it through these windows. If I wanted to, I could have included them in the Arab. So I'll make windows, and then I'll exclude them, because once I make windows, then they could have been included, but I have to leave something over, so I'll include those. Harder, but then Abai changed his mind again. I'm a low boy. No, it's not necessary. He made an Arab in the whole city of Mechuzah, Arsaisa, Arsaisa, neighborhood by neighborhood. Why? Because of the ditches of the oxen. What happened was they would make ditches. Every neighborhood would have a big ditch. People would throw their used date pits in there and they would ferment whatever they would do there or the animals would just eat them they ate those those were animal food animal fodder these uh date pits that had no purpose for humans and then we throw them in there now these big ditches were so big that the different neighborhoods couldn't make one a together 
uh, all the different neighborhoods because they were deep in the ground and they were considered like separate, like separate little cities. So uh, he and he won, he made one eir for the whole mechuzah. How neighborhood by neighborhood he make a separate Arab. The chol In other words, even though they couldn't have included them all together, how did he do it? He made each one a, he made each one a separate Arab, and each one he says, okay, this is the Arab, and I'm leaving over the other the other neighborhood. Right? That was a shilchabe. In other words, now he changed his mind again, and he said, no, like I said originally, I can make an Arab excluding the city, the the houses down by the river, without making a windows in them. Why? Because you see over here, you can make an air for the whole city and, and say that those, the other neighborhoods are the ones that we're leaving over, even though you couldn't make an air if you wanted to altogether. Hadaram says, wait, maybe that's not the same. There you could make an air via the roofs, even though the ditches prevented you from making an air here, but you could make an air there because, because the roofs were all joined together. But over here, these uh, houses down by the river are not joined by the roofs. Hilkach, Therefore, he should make windows. So he knows he was going back and forth in his own reasoning. No, I don't even windows. Why? That's a mouthful. There was a, uh, a storehouse where they kept, uh, you know, like a, a barn where they kept straw and who, owned by a man by the name of Mar Bar Pupitsa Mi Pumpadisa, right? The Xavier Shear the Pumpadisa. And that was considered the shear. In other words, they made an Arab for the city Pompadisa, leaving that section out, leaving that house out. Uh, so uh, so even, even though that was an area that uh, didn't, need, didn't need any windows, didn't need any, anything joining, it was just a storehouse. Uh, so, and, so what do you see? You don't, you don't need it. As he kept going back and forth. Do you need it to be? I mean, like, come on, boy, you don't need the de- deer. And that anything, even a storehouse like that is considered a a leftover, a, a, a left, it's considered a she, it's considered the part of the air that you left out. So Amr, now Abayah came to his, uh, when he was going back and forth, Amr, now I understand what the Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef told me, make sure that whatever you do, they don't make a protest, because I see both ways now, I'm going back and forth, and I'm reasoning both ways. Does the shear that the rabbis talked about in the Mishnah that you have to leave over, is that, is that uh, a, a, does it have to be something that could be included in the Arab or something that even if you wanted to could not be included in the Arab? And he was going back and forth with this and this was his difficulty. So you see that it's, uh, he had a difficulty here too. It's quite a difficult problem. So he said in the Mishnah, So you cannot make a, a city that was once public and became private. You can only make an Arab for it now if you leave over something. How big does that have to be? You have to leave a, a section over. So the Tanakhama said you have to leave over something like the ear, like the city called Chadasha in Yehuda, which has fifty uh, uh, inhabitants. So the Gemara says like this: Tanya Marviuda Irachas Aisubiuda. There was a city in Yehuda, but Chadasha Shmos called Chadasha. Why you abandoned? They had fifty inhabitants. Anashim, Anashim, top men, women, and children. Bahayu Misharim Chachamim, and that was the uh, that was the metric that the Chachamim used to say what's the size of the city you have to leave over. A city that holds 50 people, that's a perfect example because it's got exactly 50 people. That was the leftover party. What about the city of Chadasha? What about if I want to, okay, fine. The, the other city, uh, the big city, used Chadasha as their leftover. You need something as a leftover that you don't include. What about the city of Chadasha itself that had these 50 people? Can they, how did they make an Arab? Can they, so he says, Chadasha, there's not a problem. Just like 
Chadash itself was the leftover part for the big city, the Gdola, whatever it was, Pompadisa or whatever it was. No, it wasn't Pompadisa, that was in Babel. Here we're talking about Yehuda. Whatever it was, that was the big city. So the big city used Chadasha as its leftover. Gdola Namevashilaktana. So Chadasha could also make it Erev, and it, the part that it leaves over is is uh, Chadasha, is, is, the, is the big city. Obviously, this we're talking about if Chadasha was a if it was a big city once and made smaller. But you know, in other words, Chadasha doesn't mean it was a new city necessarily. It was called having the name. The name was new city, could have a lot of people there. So, so if you make a, if you need a shear there, the shear there will be the big city, the neighboring city. In other words, you have two neighboring cities. Each one is the shear for the other. So that's not a problem. The question is, what about Chadasha? The question is another city like it. Now, In other words, if you have a city that's small, right? That you that's small. That's the It's not near a big one. If you have a small city near a big city, so the big city makes a small city its shear, and the small city makes the big city its shear. The question is, if you have another place, you have a small city of 50 people, and there's no neighboring city there to make it a shear, do you need, can you make an air there without a shear or not? That question is a machlokas here. says, how big, it doesn't have to be 50 people, says, as long as it's three courtyards, right? As long as it's three courtyards, and each courtyard has, has two houses. Even one house, one chutzer. without a house doesn't mean Even one house and one chutzer. And Farshim say, they grapple and they say, one house alone without a chutzer, apparently it wouldn't be good. If you have one house and one chutzer, that is big enough to be the shear. And that's apparently how the Raman Paskins. Even though the Gemara just said, you need three chutzeros. Ram Paskins like all, all one house and one chutzer is good enough for a shear. Amalia Balir Biosev. Harav Yitzchak, this Rav Yitzchak said that what? All you need is one house and one chutzer. Is that a Gemara? Did he have a Kabbalah that way? Oh, as far as he said it from his own Sfara. Amalia Mainaf Kamina. What's enough Kamina? That's what he said. Is there enough Kamina of Sfara? Amalia Gemara Gomor is more say. So should all our traditions Gemara just for singing? In other words, we, like, we want to know what the reason is. Was it a cabal that he had from his Rebbe, or is it something that he said of his own spar? We want to understand things. That's how things have to be. So this Mishnah that we, this, the, 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 yesterday's Mishnah through until now, we said we took a break and we, rest, we went back to dealing with Eruvei um, Chatzeros for a short time. Now we're going to resume the main topic of these Prakim, which was Eruvei So let's understand something. Let's look at uh, diagram, uh, illustration number 225. So as we look at the mission, Mishael man was on the east. He didn't make it home for Shabbos, and he was on the east of the city. But when he told the son, make me an Erev on the west side of the town. Okay, or he was on the west. Now here's what the, the man, the man couldn't make it. In other words, he couldn't make it all the way. Like, let's understand, we said before you can make an Arab somewhere else, right? You're in town, you want to make an Arab up to 2,000 Amas out, fine. But you can't make an Arab 3,000 Amas from where you are. Let's say you're not in a city. You can't make it 3,000. You can't set it up 3,000 because you can't get there. Even if that's your Arab, how are you going to get there? You can, you can only go 2,000 Amas within the Arab. So here he says, So number, number 225 is rather simple, right? He's, at his ha- he's, out, in the, he's out, uh, out of town. He's 2,000 amas away from his house, and he tells his son to make an air from on the west side of the house. So we say like this, If he's within 2,000 amas of his house, his air is further away, so what does that mean? Not he's allowed to walk to his house, that's true, but it means his house can be his air. 
Rashi points out that in other cases where the person was stuck out of time, didn't know where he was, and he wanted to make his air somewhere else, and the somewhere else was beyond 2,000 Amas, and he didn't specify what the alternative is. He didn't want to have his air where he's standing. He wants it to be like under the tree or whatever it was beyond 2,000 Amas, then he's stuck because beyond the tree he can't do it. It's more than 2,000 Amas away, and he didn't want an air where he is right now. Here, we're assuming, though, that, if he, that he would want the Eruv, and as he said, told his son, set up for me beyond the house. But if he can't work, at least he has the house. So he want, if he can get to his house, so we assume his house is the Malkum Shvita, that's, that's, that's the default Shvita for him, because he would rather be in his house. So in other words, Mutlubeso doesn't mean he could just go to his house. Of course he can go to his house. It means, like Rashi says, Mutlubeso means, it's as if he didn't make an Arab. In other words, as long as he's within 2,000 of his house, he could have gone to his house anyway. And his house is his Arab. That's the default Arab for him. But he can't get to his Arab. Why? Because his Arab is beyond that. And so he's speaking about where his Arab is beyond the 2,000 Amas. Rashi says, he can't count his Arab from his Now, it could very well be, he, if his Arab is within 2,000 of his house, he can still walk to his house, but he can't count his Arab from there, right? Why? Because he couldn't have gotten to his Arab before Shabbos. You see, if, his, if, if, if he's 2,000 of from his house, so he say, okay, fine, if he, his house is his Arab, he told his son to set up the food way beyond the house, right? Assuming there's no city over here, it's just a house in the middle of nowhere. But, he, his, 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 uh, the food can't be his Eruv because he's more than 2,000 Amas away from there. He couldn't get there anyway. So if you set up your Eruv, your Eruv has to be within 2,000 Amas of where you are. So that's what he says now. So his house can be his Eruv. His Eruv cannot be his Shvita. His, his, uh, his Let's say it's the other way around. Let's say to his Eruv he can get 2,000 Amas. Let's say we're looking at 226 now. Let's say he's within 2,000 Amas of his Eruv, where the sun set up the Eruv, but he's not with, his, with 2,000 Amas of his house. So, um, uh, so his house cannot be his Eruv, because his Eruv is, the house is more than 2,000 Amas away. So he, that can't be his Eruv, because he's far, he can't get there anyway. But his Eruv could be his Makam Shvita, that he can go from there. Gemara will ask, that the Lushan isn't, isn't quite mashma. In other words, if he's to the west of the house or east of the house, it's uh, both these diagrams, it looks like he's in the same direction from the house. We'll talk about that. That's a technical matter. Let's say you put your Eruv. Remember, we learned that the city is not just the basic boundary of the city. It's also an area of 70 and two-thirds around the city, right? And you start measuring that from the last house. So an area of 70 and around cities. That's called the extension of the city. If you put your Eruv in that section of the city, your home, in your house, in your in your town, and you put it in that in that extension, you haven't done anything. Loss of lokum. Why? Because you're entitled to that anyway. In other words, remember we said you're always entitled. If you're in the middle of nowhere, you're entitled to make your air wherever you are. If your house is in the middle of nowhere, or you're in the middle of nowhere, you can make your air wherever you are, and you go two thousand arms in every direction. Okay, with the squares, etc., the hypotenuse, all that stuff. Fine, you can add that on. But if you're in a city, you have two thousand arms from the boundary of the city. So if you're if your city if you're in a big gigantic metropolis you're in Paris or some gigantic city, so you have the whole city plus the two thousand arms in every direction. So if you made your air in the city or in the extension of the city, the seventy thirds around that you haven't done anything. You're entitled to that anyway. Let's say you put it outside. The tchum doesn't mean your dots out does. It means outside the the extension of the city. So here's what we're saying here like this. 
If you made your Erev outside the city, totally outside the city, beyond the Ibura, to the east, let's say, okay? So what have you done now? That's your, that's your Shvita. You made your Erev over there. So let's say normally you can go 2,000 Amas in every direction from the city. But you made your Erev, let's say, 100 Amas to the east of the city. So what do you do now? Now you can go, you can go from there 2,000 Amas to the east of that, a total of 2,100 Amas east of the city. And how far can you go west of the city? Only 1,900 Amas, right? Because whatever you've gained in the east, you've gained another hundred. In other words, instead of going, if, if you didn't make any air of outside of the city, so you can go 2,000 to the east of the city, you made an air of 100 Amas to the east of the city, so you can go another 2,000 Amas, a total of 2,100 Amas. To the west of the city, you can only 1,900 because your Erev is now 100 Amas east of the city and you have 2,000 Amas in each direction, 2,000 Amas east, 2,000 Amas west, not counting the city. Technically, the city, as we'll see, is four, is considered, the whole city is considered like four Amas. So to the west of the city, you actually have like 1,896 Amas. That's really what it would work out to be. So that's what it means, Masha Niska, whatever you gained on one side, you lose on the other side, right? Because your total is from your point of demarcation, from the point where you start, your, your Shvita, where you made your Erev, you got 2,000 Amas in every direction. And the city, as we'll see, doesn't count because you're going beyond the city. If you go beyond the city, then the city only counts as four Amas. We'll talk more about that. When we talk about east and west, you say, uh, if you're in the east, the east of your house, and you tell your kid to make it in the west, or if you make the west, the heart doesn't make sense. Very simple. 2.25 makes sense. If you're in the east, the, you're, the guy's at the bottom there in 2.25, and he's to the east of the house, so, so from there to his house is 2,000 Amas, so his house can be his Erev. To, to the Erev is more than 2,000 Amas. So he, he can actually walk to his Erev because his house, his house is within 2,000 Amas, and the Erev is probably within 2,000 Amas of his house. But his Erev, his, his Erev cannot be his Makam Shvita. The Erev doesn't help. He can get to the food on Shabbos because uh, his house is 2,000 Amas, and he's within 2,000 Amas' house, and the food is within 2,000 Amas' that. But the, the Erev is not his Makum Shvita. He can't go 2,000 Amas further from the food. He can go only 2,000 Amas from his house. That makes sense. How is that possible that to the Erev, like in 226, how does that work? In other words, it, it, we're assuming here that the assumption is that he's to the east or the west of the house, but in 226, he's in the same direction from the house as in 225. So how does that work? That doesn't seem to make sense. You say, uh, if, if, if from him to his Erev, he's 2,000 Amas, like in 226, and to the house is further, but if he's to the east of the house and the Erev is to the west of the house, that doesn't fit, or the other way around, if he's to the west of the house, then the Erev is in the other direction. In other words, 226 Lechorah should be inverted of 225, not changing the picture, but the whole, they just take the picture and make it upside down. If he's to the west of the house, then the food is to the east of the house. So how does that make sense? The Gemara says, no, it doesn't mean that. Um, it doesn't mean that he's to the east of the house, Lamar is to the west of the house, Lo, which would just be 225 inverted. It means he's to the east of his son, Okay, so therefore that's what we mean over here. In one case, he's to the east of his uh, son, in another case, the west of the sun, meaning 
depends where his son is, right? Where his son is, that's what we're looking at here, and therefore 226 makes sense, that we're not talking about, all 26 is saying is, if he's within 2,000 amas of his food, his food can be his Arab, but his house can't be, because his house is more than 2,000 amas away. Rav or Shilam, no, you could, you don't have to say it that way. I feel Tem Lemizrach Lemizrach Beis Lemar Lemar Beiso, going to Koi Beisa Balachsona, very simple, look at 227. Right, in one Brian? case, he's, yeah. Right? Yeah. In 226, is Makam Shvita is where the table is? Yes, correct. That's his Makam Shvita, like, like the that's, diagram says, correct. They have 2,000 amas in each direction from that's there? That's correct, from there, yes, 2,000 amas each direction from there, correct. Which means, in this walk. picture, in this, which means in this picture, he can walk to his table, and then he could probably walk to his house also. But he can't, but his house is not his Makam Shvita, that's the point, he can't go further from his house. Now, 227 just says, yeah, it could very well be he's to the east of the house and to the west of the house, that makes sense. It's very simple. He's to the he's to the west of the house, but it, but the distance to the food is two thousand amas, and the distance to his house is more than two thousand amas because the house is at the hypotenuse, so to speak, of a of a triangle between the table, the person, and his house. So we could work out you could, you know as you can describe the picture in a way where uh, where he is uh, he indeed in in one case two twenty five he's to the east house, and here he's to the west of the house. Not, not comparing 227 and 225 because they both look like he's in the same direction of the house, but he's in the west of the house, but he's to the west of the house, but he's still closer to the food than to the house. As you can explain it in different ways. It, the key is, the key to understand is that he can only make his air within 2,000 amas of where he is when Shabbos starts. So whoever sets up, if I'm in Yerushalayim, nobody could set up an air for me in New York, right? Because I'm more than 2,000 amas away. You can set up an air for me within 2,000 amas. And that's what he's saying. So in 220, in 225, he asked his kid to make an air for him, and it was to the other side of the house, but he couldn't get there. So therefore, we assume his shvita is his house. If he can get to that place, then the shvita is the place where he made the food, the 2,000 amas. Okay. So we said, Mishnah said, it's the last line of the Mishnah, if he made it within the extension of the city, he doesn't know anything, because he's entitled to that whole thing anyway. If you put it outside the Tchum, what do you mean outside the Tchum? It means outside the extension of the city. It doesn't mean the Tchum. That's what Taka means. The Mishnah says, says now, it doesn't mean outside the Tchum. If you made it outside the Tchum, that doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you. You can't make it outside the... You, as we said, you can't make the air more than 2,000 amas from where you are. If you made it outside the extension of the city, that's what we said. example I gave was, if you made it outside the extension of the whole city, you made it 100 amas to the east, then you can go from there, 2,000 amas, a total of 2,100 amas to the east, and you can only go 1,900 or 1,896 to the west, spanning the city. Now we're going to go into a little bit more detail. Masha niskar humafsid. What do we mean by that? So we said, whatever you gained on one side, I gained 100 amas to the east, I lose 100 amas to the west. Masha niskar vasulo, you only gained what you gained to the east, uh, uh, you, only, you only lose what you gained and not more, mashinisker, and it's what you gained to the east, you gain 100 amas, you lose to the west, and you don't lose more than that. But Tanya, listen carefully. If you make your Erev in the middle of the extension of the city, like we said, that doesn't do anything, you're entitled to that anyway. If you made it outside the extension of the city, and it was outside the whole perimeter of the city, you gain that ama. In other words, if I made it one ama to the east of the city, I'm entitled to go now how far? 2,001 amas out to the east. I lose the whole city, right? Listen to what I just said. I made my Erev one ama out of the city, so I can go now 2,001 amas to the east of the city. How far west can I go? I can't even go out of the city. I'm stuck in the middle of the city. That's what he says. 
Okay. Not like we said. We said before that the city doesn't count. The whole city is like four Amis. Now he's saying, no, 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 no. When I come back, now, now when I, again, if I'm in the city, I'm home, I have 2,000 Amis in any direction. But if I made my air of one Amma out of the city, let's assume we're talking about a big city, and I can go now 2,000 Amis to the, to, the, to the east, how far west can I go? Well, when I go west from that one Amma, I'm going to wind up in the city. That's it. I can only go 2,000 Amis in the city, wherever that point ends, and I can't go to the west of the city at all. So what does that mean? That when I gained one Amma, I lose a lot more than one Amma. Because before I made the Eruv, I can go 2,000 Amas in any direction. Now that I made an Eruv, one Amma out of the city, I can't go at all to the west of the city. Wow. What's going on over here? That's it. So we see different, we see different, he says, look, Asha, listen carefully. Here's the story. If when I measure back into the city, remember, I'm one Amma out of the city, or 100 Amas out of the city, it makes no difference, uh, to the east. And now I'm going to the west, I end up in the city. If my 2,000 amas that I measure from going west now, from my shvita, ends off in the middle of the city, that's it. I can't go any further. However, if when I measure 2,000 amas to the west, I span the city, the city's only 1,200 amas wide. And when I start measuring 2,000 amas from my one amma, from my shvita, I measure 2,000 amas, I span the city, I wind up beyond the city, at the end of the city or beyond, then the whole city only counts for four amas, and I can go the whole 2,000 amas, or, eight, or let's say 1,900, 1,996 amas from my shvita, from my one amma mark outside to the east of the city. Again, looking so carefully. in a big city, you lose it. In a big, in a big city, you lose it, correct. So it's low ca- exactly. So low kasha, kancha calls, either in a big city, uh, uh, Zach, either you lose it in a big city, or... If you went too far, even if it was a small city, but I went too far, let's say I made my shvita not one amma east of the city, I made my shvita fifteen hundred amas to the east of the city. So from so right, so from that point, I can go another two thousand amas, meaning thirty five hundred amas in total. But if I start marking that west of the city, right, and I go fifteen amas right back to the city, and even if it was a small city, uh, I might wind up in the middle of the city. So if you wind up in the middle of the city when you're measuring back, that's it. You, can, you stop right there. You count every ama in the city as part of your 2,000 amas. But if when I went back, I, west, I span the whole city and I wind up beyond, then the whole city only counts as four amas. That's what he says. Listen carefully. Ravidi says, Ravidi quoted Rabbi Shuban Levi. If you were measuring your 2,000 amas, wherever you were, wherever you started your shvita, and you ended up in the middle of the city, that's all you got. You stopped in the middle of the city, you got 2,000 amas, stop right there. Remember we said about throwing within the city? Remember we talked about that? Same idea. Remember you could throw something within the city if it has a thing, you could throw something, but you can't walk, right? Call some dust of a sophia, but if you if you the two thousand amas ended at the end of the city or beyond, Nasas only kulakadamas. The whole city is only Daladamas. Umashlimino as a shar. Notice the whole city is only considered uh four amas. So in the example that I started with, let's say you made your you made your air of one ama to the east of the city, right? So you can go now two thousand and one amas total to the east of the city. Now when I walk west of the city, I wound up um I wound up where the whole city was uh, only, let's say, 1,500 amas uh, wide or 1,200 amas wide. So when I, when I went to the west of the city and I'm counting 1,999 amos, right? Because I started one ama to the east of the city, so I got 2,000 amas. So when I get to the city, I count 1,999 and I span the city. The whole city is only four amas. 
So I had one Amma to the east of the city, four Amas, if the whole city is considered four Amas, that's five Amas. And then I can go 1,995 Amas west of the city. Amr Avidi. Ain't that a little different Avias? This is prophecy. What kind of svar does this make? In other words, he wasn't saying it is chutzpah the most from Learn Rashi says, no, he says, you know what? I don't understand this. It's like you, you, you're getting nevuah from the Rabbon Shalom without understanding a reason. Rabbi Shuman Levi says, he quoted Rabbi Shuman Levi says, so have, uh, it, it must be that he got it from his Rebbe because how can you understand it? What kind of svar does that make? Why, Mali calls him a chatzir, Mali calls him a sofer. What's the difference? If I'm walking west now, what's the difference if my 2,000 amas ends in the middle of the city, ends to the west of the city? Why should there be a difference? If I walk to the west of the city and my 2,000 amas ends in the middle of the city, that's it, I'm stuck right there, no further. But if my 2,000 amas ends outside the city, I span the whole city, then the whole city only counts for four amas. I can go, I can go uh, finish the, two, the rest of the 2,000 amas west of the city. What kind of svar does that make? In other words, where did Rabbi Shuba Levi get this from? He must have gotten it from his Rebbe because we can't find any source for that. It doesn't make any sense. Amarava, but that's the halacha. Amarava, tavayatani. What do you mean? You think he didn't have a source for it? We learned both these ideas. Where? The next Mishnah. The next Mishnah, if you look at it in Samachal, we're going to see that Mishnah tomorrow. There was a big city next to a small city. So the people from the big city want to go towards the west, towards the small city next to it. In other words, they want to go in that direction. And it's a small city, so they're going to span the city. So they can go beyond that city. The whole city only counts for four amas. But let's say the people in the small city want to go in the direction of the big city. The big city, like you say, Zach, is much bigger than 2,000 amas. So when they, sp- when they, when they count 2,000 amas, they're going to wind up in the middle of that big city and they can't go any further. So they can't go through the whole city, because through the whole big city, because the big city, when they count 2,000 amas, they're going to wind up in the middle of the city. and they can, Therefore, they can't complete going through the city. My time, but what's the reason for that? Lab Mishum, the calls him doesn't chatzir, the calls him he doesn't. But so here, the people from the big city, when they count 2,000 amas and they span a small city, a neighboring small city, they, they go beyond, the, it's a small city, so they'll go beyond there anyway. So they can, they can keep going that direction. That whole city only counts for, two, for, for four amas, right? But when the small city people go next to the neighboring big city, they're going to wind up in the middle of the big city. So you see that from the next Mishnah. For Avidi, I, well, I, so Ravidi said, I don't know where Abishu Malevi got this from. In other words, I assume he's my Rebbe. I'll accept it. He must have gotten it like different. He must have gotten it from him. It doesn't make any sense. Well, there's no source. So he says, Rabbi says, yeah, we got the source, the next Mishnah. Ravidi says, that's no source. You know why? Because he says, Anshe, Anshe, Tani. He learns the next Mishnah, not Anshe, Ir, Ve'en, Anshe, that people of the big city can span the small city and go on. The people of the small city, Ain, Anshe, the first word of this page says, Ain, Anshe, those people from the small city cannot go beyond the big city. They can't span it because they're going to wind up in the middle of the city. Ravidi didn't have gears that way. He says, Anshe, Anshe, Tanila, meaning he says the people from a big city can use the small city, can go through the small city, and people from the small city can use the big city. We're not talking about where your Erev is at home and you're spanning that you're walking in that direction, but he's talking about the people of a big city can put their Erev in the small city and then use 2,000 Amas from there. And the people in the small city can put their Erev in the big city. And if they put their Erev in the big city, so they have that whole city as their Erev. So they can get big, you're in a small city, you want to go a big distance, you got a neighboring big city next to you, so put your Erev in that big city. So you got the whole city, and then you go 2,000 Amas from there. That's a nice idea. So Ravidi says, that's no, Ravidi says, therefore we're not talking about a case where you're, where you're walking 2,000 Amas and measuring. We're talking about where you put that Mishnah, the Mishnah we're going to have on the bottom of Samachalaf, is speaking about where you put your Erev in the other city. But we're not talking about if you're measuring and measuring and you get 
and how far do you get? If you get to the middle of the city, you got to stop right there. If you go, if you get beyond the city, then the whole city only counts for promise. We're not talking about that case. We're below. We're not talking about that case. For Tanan, if you look at the bottom line on this page, look, uh, skip down to the bottom line of this page, the end of the Mishnah. It says Ulamodid. If you're measuring Shamu Nosalim Alpayim Amma, you give him exactly two thousand Amma. Shafilu Sofim Delso Kolabemara. Even if you end up two thousand Amma in the middle of a cave, that's it. That's it. You stop right there. So you see, we are talking about measuring, and, and you only get, if you stop in the middle of, a city, middle of a cave, middle of a city, you only got that. So he says, you're right. That part, the Mishnah did mention about measuring that, but so far it's Rechilei. In other words, Rabbi Shulman Levi taught us both things. He said, if you end up in the middle of a city, you're right, you can't stop, you can stop right there. That we see in the next Mishnah. But Rabbi Shulman Levi did not, but what's the source for the other one? But if, if your 2,000 Amas ended beyond the city, or at the end of the city, that, that we say the city only counts for four Amos, the whole city, that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. So fair, it's Rechlev. Rabbi Shumalevi had to teach me that. The Lotan, that part wasn't mentioned. Rabbi Shumalevi's big Chiddush that he must have learned from his Rebbe, says Ravidi, because I don't understand as far for it. What kind of sense does it make? If you end up in the middle of the city, you got to stop right there. If you end up in the end of the city, then the whole city counts for Amos. What kind of as far as that? He must have got it from his Rebbe. It's like Divrei Nevoah because I don't see it in the Mishnah. So Rabbi says, yeah, it is in the next Mishnah. That's if you learn the Mishnah is Anche and Ain Anche, right? So the people of the small city, right, cannot go through the big city because there's Amram's, but the people of the big city, right, could, could span the small city. Why? Because they go beyond the city. So the ceiling counts for four Amos. That's how, that's how Rabbi learns. But Ravidi says, no, we're not speaking about, we're not talking about spanning the city. We're talking about making the Arab in the city. We're not talking about measuring and spanning. I, the last line does talk about measuring and spanning. That's only if you end off in the middle. But if it, that, that, that if you end off when you measure the 2,000 Amos, you go to the end of the city or beyond the city, that therefore the whole city only counts for Amos. We don't see that in the Mishnah. The Lotran of Rav Nachman, and Rav Nachman explains, Man detani anshe lo mishtabish, man detani ain anshe lo mishtabish. You can learn the Mishnah both ways. Man detani anshe lo mishtabish, the mukum of Like we just said, that's how Ravidi understands the Mishnah. That we're talking about where you placed your Erev in the other city. From the, the small guy, the people from the small city put the Erev in the big city, they got the whole city, they got that Erev. The people from the big city put the Erev in the small city, so their Erev is in the small city, and you can go 2,000 miles from beyond that city. Uman detani ain anshe, like like Rava, like like the way the way we, we, we read it originally, right? And we're gonna see now that the in the next mission there's two ways to learn the second case of Irktan is it Anshe or Ain Anshe. If you learn Ain Anshe, La Mishtabish Mukamoda, we're talking about Sur Mesh, the is missing the mission of Akitani. Anshe Ir Gadola, the beginning mission says, Anjum Eskali Irktana, they can span the whole big city, right? But the people in a small city cannot span the big city. If you're measuring, like we said originally, people from a big city, they want to go 2,000 amas in the direction of the small city. So they're measuring and they go through the small city and their 2,000 amas goes beyond the 2,000 amas. Fine. Then they can go beyond that. The, the, the whole city counts only for four amas. But the people from the small city, when they count the two thousand, they wind up in the middle of the big city, so therefore they can't go beyond. They can only stop at two thousand. They can't go beyond the big city. If you're in a big city, right? Or But in other words, but in a case where we're talking about not spanning the city, but putting the Arab in that small in the other city. Fine, you made your Arab in the neighboring city, which is within two thousand amas from where you are now. You made your Arab there, and then you can go beyond that city two thousand amas in any direction. All right, we'll pick them here tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem, have a good day. Ma'adim l'simchat, everybody. Kol tov.